morning, everyone out there. This is Jane Cormier, your host for Art for Living, here on WKXL, NewHampshireTalkRadio.com, and that's WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Uh, we are going to have a great show for to you for you today, but before we get into it, let's do a shout-out to our sponsor today. Good Life Programs and Activities is a 50-plus health and wellness center in Concord. They offer low-cost or free exercise and art classes, as well as trips, socials, and educational seminars. So you can visit www.goodlifenewhampshire.org and get all their information. Uh, they're a great organization, and they do good work here in, in Concord. So uh, thank you for Good Life. Now, today's segment um, we have a return guest, and he was a delight last time. I thoroughly enjoyed our time together last time. And uh, we have Sal Prizio. Good morning. Yeah, executive director, right? Yes. Okay, I don't have that right up in front of me, so I don't want to give you the wrong title. No, you can give him <laughs> any title you like. CEO, executive director. Love it all. Okay. The pontiff, whatever you, you want to go Oh, my God. Well, we won't go that far. <laughs> um, but, no, he is the executive director, for those that do not know, of the Capital Center for the Arts. And uh, he is going to tell us all things Capital Center today. And we look forward to hearing. I understand you have a lot going on this fall. Busy, busy, busy. Oh, and that's the way it should be. Yes, absolutely. Okay, well, you know what? You have a, a nifty new site from the last time I was on. This, got to, this has to be updated pretty, because I think I was on last week. So Yes, so uh, we're constantly doing updates to the website, but we did a full construction redo, redo for the whole website. Beautiful. Wow, uh, It was actually a few months ago, but yeah, we're excited about how it came out. Yeah. Uh, well, what I really like about it is I didn't, and if it's been here, I apologize, but the upcoming shows tell you right there the different venues. Yeah. Right, boom, That's you can't miss very it. very intentional. Yes. So everything at the Bank of New Hampshire stage is marked in blue. Everything right. at the Chubb Theater is marked in red. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So, so we want everybody to understand that they're both under the same organization, but have some delineation between the two spaces. So Very good. Very yeah. clear. And also there is a uh, membership button on there, too, that I saw. So Yes. And that's always a good thing. Membership is the lifeblood of yeah. our organization. For any nonprofit, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. And, and you know what? If we don't support our nonprofits, uh, they have a hard time <clears throat> sustaining. And yes. uh, so it's important to su- support, especially our local nonprofits. Yeah. I completely agree. Absolutely. All right. So now we're looking. What What is it about this that you want to tell us about first? You know, there's there's so many different types of events coming up this year <laughs> that I'm really excited about. But we have things like, you know, Grace Potter, who is an unbelievable performer. And we're, we're thrilled to have her on our stage on September 14th. A lot of people don't know this band's name, but the Lords of 52nd Street, that was Billy Joel's band from yes. the 1970s all the way through to the 90s. I've heard the name yes yeah so it's the entire band and they've got like a billy joel sound alike but it's the oh my gosh, yeah that's awesome. and they're still fantastic they still have the chops it's and the they play same band and they play all of billy joel's hits yeah you must let them i, I they're they're great i've actually worked with them a couple times before so wow. they're great how cool now grace potter tell me a little bit about that what what does she do soul rock wow. she's one of those people like She's got that voice that when you hear it, you can't go wow. It's I mean you it's you can't not go wow. wow yeah. You know, think of like a Janis Joplin type. Okay, you know what I mean? Cool. Yeah, right. she's got pipes. 
There you go. September 14th, huh? Yeah, September 14th. Okay. I mean, it's a great way to kick off the, the Chubb Theater shows. My goodness, you have 14, 15, and 16. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, 14, 15, 16. You know, at the end of that first weekend is Dimitri Martin, who's been actor, comedian, I let, so he's coming to our stages and get, starting our comedy series. Okay. As it were. Awesome, awesome. All right, so that's right on the front page. Folks can't miss that one. You can't miss that. <laughs> and are those the, the, the starts for your fall season? Yeah, is that- you, the for the big room, the small room, we're, we're going year round so you know i could sit here for three hours and just run through all the shows because we're doing about three or four shows a week starting in the fall at the small room at the bank of new hampshire stage good so yeah so the idea there is to constantly keep driving traffic into the space that's awesome and really what we want to do is really enhance the vibrance of downtown yes you know we really are pushing hard to make it a much more vibrant outgoing bohemian Mm -hmm. fun artistic community indeed and i think you're going far doing that i'm hearing great things about especially bank of new hampshire um events people yeah trying them out and, and going we're trying out. everything there yeah yeah that's great yeah good for you all right so um the the bank of new hampshire stage though has stuff um august 25th right coming up yeah so yeah. We're, we're going all summer long with with bank of new hampshire stage so coming up uh august 25th we have this thing called feud gone wild which is basically it's a live game show that anybody who buys a ticket is allowed to go to and stuff but it's more of an R-rated game show, so some of the questions Ooh. are a little risque. Okay, good to like know. That. Yeah, good to know. But fun. No, okay. you know, like not not too blue, as okay. it were. Okay, all right. But fun. It's not for the little kids. As, okay, you know. Good to know. Yeah, that's great. All right, feud gone wild. So it's like, who comes up with these ideas? I have never heard of that one before. Uh, well, like, do you sit sit there thinking about what? What, what strange and new uh, things can I bring to the stage? Yeah, absolutely. Sheree <laughs> Owens, who's our programming director, and I sit down on a regular basis and go, what haven't we tried yet? And what resonates with an audience that, you know, really what it is all about, too, is like we think about the community as a whole yeah. and like who aren't we engaging? And of course. And there's plenty of people out there who don't like your typical concert or your opera mm-hmm. or comedy and whatever. How dare they? I know. Uh-huh, that's okay. But my point is, is that you got to try to figure out ways to engage everybody. Absolutely. So if I could get a famous sports person to come in and talk for three hours about the whatever Super Bowl and it gets all of our sports fans out, then why not do it? I'm totally there. Yeah. Have you been trying to do that? I think that's one of the things we're going to present somewhere down the road. That'd be great. An evening with so-and-so from the New England Patriots or something like that, you know? You know who also does stuff in Concord is the, uh, he's Boston Bruin. Uh, Oh, okay. He's got to be captain. All right. Uh, I forget his name. Isn't forgive, that terrible? Forgive I love my it. hockey knowledge. Oh, it's okay. I love hockey, but it's That's coming great. coming up. We got to wait a few weeks. Great. I was a Whalers fan, so. Oh, were you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I grew up in Hartford, so. Okay. There you go. Yeah. I remember the Whalers. Absolutely. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So feud gone wild. Um, it's it's a. a a game show, live game show kind yep. of thing. You can be a contestant and everything. All right. It, so. and it's, but it's not for kids. Not for so kids. do the right thing there. Yeah. And Jimmy Dunn, 26, the day after. Yeah, Jimmy Dunn. That show's actually selling really, really well. So Jimmy Dunn has been a longtime comedian up in this area. But he also just signed on to be on the new iteration of, um, what's his name? Uh, the Slew- oh God, and I can't remember his name. From it's Of course He was in can. Cheers. Okay. Frazier. Really? Yeah, so he's going to be the new version of Frasier. Wow, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. So he, he just got signed on to do that show. So he's going to pop, you yes. know, as it were. He's, he's up and coming now. He's, he's up and coming now. Yeah, so, yeah. But he's been around for a long time. He's hilarious, and he's a great guy in person. Jimmy so. Dunn. Okay, good to good know. Good night of laughs there. Mm-hmm. Awesome. 
Okay, and the next one? New, uh, Nashville Newcomers. So we've been working on this one. This has been a partnership we've been doing with Benny Media for the last year now. We started it last September. And they work directly with the record labels to bring up-and-coming uh, country artists from Nashville. Um, they go on tour cool. on the East Coast, and they're kind of like a promotional tour. But what we do is, is we bring them in. They do 45-minute set of acoustic stuff, their new single. Wow. And then we have a local artist actually close the show as opposed to open it because they can play usually a lot longer. Okay, and what is what day is that? That is September 7th. September 7th. And yeah. again, what was that called? That is called Nashville Newcomers. We, it's a series we do. What it, a great idea. Yeah, it's a, it's a, we have it every Thursday, every first Thursday of the month. And it's, it started last year. It took a little bit of time to pick up momentum, but people are just coming out to check out who's the next. Because a lot of the times these artists either have their first single on the radio or mm-hmm. their first single is like gone big by the time they get to us. So the shows have been doing really well. So, you know, you're talking to someone that has, you know, made a life in classical music, mm-hmm. but I grew up with rock and roll. I had a jazz band when I was 18 and legal. I was out there singing in clubs. And I find it the one uh, the one genre that I didn't have a ton of experience with was was country. Yeah. Right? Do you know that for the first time ever, this past month, the number three songs on the chart were all country, country songs. Music. Yeah, I believe so it. So hello there, people. This is this is not like only not only is country the one of the most popular genres out there. It's one of the last genres that people are still buying. Mm-hmm. physical product for yes absolutely you know, that I'm, I'm putting vinyl aside for a moment no no I that's, understand. that's become its own thing but yeah yeah absolutely so this is really timely this nashville yeah. nashville yeah, newcomers newcomers yeah. yeah good for you awesome okay yeah cool that's cool i might i might come out just to see that there's so much i want to see I, and i wish i had the time to do it all i have to make my choices but. the idea is to have something for everyone yeah you, well, hell, yeah, you do, right? We're trying. You do. <laughs> we keep trying. Absolutely. Journeyman. Let's look at that one. Journeyman. So Journeyman is, in you, it's hard to find this, but he's one of the preeminent Eric Clapton tributes. Oh, and yeah. the guy who plays Journeyman played guitar for Kenny Wayne Shepherd on tour for years. So like he's an accomplished guitarist on his own, Yeah. but he does all of Eric Clapton's hits and he yeah. nails it. I mean, I have worked with him before. And he puts on the glasses and he's got the beard and stuff. Yeah. And once he's on stage, he sings like Eric Clapton. It's like... Is Clapton still alive? He's still alive. He doesn't tour anymore because I think he's got like uh, progressive arthritis in his Poor hands thing. and stuff. But they say he was like one of the best. Yeah. If, like one of the top three. Yeah. He, not only that, but he always paid homage to the people who really kind of invented blues. He yeah. always made sure that he did records with like B.B. King and, yeah. you know, Bobby Rush and stuff like that. So... Yeah. He was the real deal. Yeah. Sure. He paid... Yeah, he... He... He paid the right amount of recognition to the right people, but uh-huh. also had his own. He, he belongs on the Mount Rushmore of blues. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah, absolutely. I yeah. agree with you. He was great. I just didn't know if he was around anymore. All right, so uh, I hear the music. So we're going to take a little break here. WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Sal Prizio is our guest, so hang on tight, because we're coming right up on the other side after these little messages. Welcome back. Art for Living here. Jane Comier, your host on WKXL, New Hampshire, talkradio.com. That's 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. And our guest today is Sal Prizio, who is executive director, CEO, call him what you will, of the Capital Center for the Arts here in Concord. And uh, we've, we had a great first segment sort of breaking out what's happening in the next 
you know, month, early month of September and talking about everything yeah. that you guys offer, which is like amazing to me. Yes, we keep trying. How we, varied. We keep trying. And if we're, we are not presenting something, I always welcome people to shoot me a note. Let me know. <laughs> and if we can get it, we will. Are you doing the Met broadcast? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's really shocking to me, too, because the Met started streaming directly to people's homes. Yeah. So I thought our attendance was going to fall off. Yeah. It went the other way. Yeah, you know what? It does. It's not the same. It's yeah. like being in the house when you go to see a big screen. Yeah. It's you know, you're, it's it's a big art form. Yeah. And the bigger the screen, the better. Yeah, know? and I think people really enjoy being together yeah. and experiencing it together. There it is. Not to mention the fact that our screen over at the Bank of New Hampshire stage is you know eighteen by thirty, <laughs> and we have a full professional sound system, so yes. you really do get a, a, a really great experience there. Yes, awesome, great. Yeah. Yes. So the Met, the Met's back. Good. Glad to hear it. Yeah. You said something for everyone, so I had to ask. Of course. <laughs> okay. Challenge me, I dare you. <laughs> I won't challenge you because I know I'll lose. <laughs> there you go. So um, we, we were just going through the Journeyman, uh, which is happening on September 8th at yeah. the Bank of New Hampshire stage and how this was sort of a uh, Eric Clapton- Tribute. Tribute, yes. Yeah. It's awesome. a fantastic one, too. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Yeah. All right. So what else do you have? What, what you want to talk like? about Jeremy Jordan? You can talk about anything you like. Oh, fantastic. All right. So Jeremy Jordan is a world famous Broadway star. And we have been very intentional about, you know, the, the cost of doing full Broadway production shows for one night has become prohibitive. Yeah. And if we have to pivot away from that for the moment mm-hmm. until the the industry can reset itself a little bit, yep. what are the things we can do to scratch the itch of people who are Broadway fans. Right. Well, why not bring actual Broadway stars to yeah. our stages? So he's coming. He's going to sing, you know, cabaret style, a bunch of different Broadway hits. Great do idea. Do some meet and greet and all that sort of stuff, too. So that's a piece of the way we're doing it. That's so, good. Yeah. And that's, you know, what? I, you, that's not a bad thing. That's no, not, not a at downgrade all. at all. No. In fact, you get to really see a good, you know, a good presentation of that. Absolutely. That artist. So that's great. I notice he's wearing a country kind of shirt on his uh, on his photo. On he here. likes to keep it relaxed. Isn't that There's something? nothing wrong with that. We know we keep going back to that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's all right. So uh, this is September 9th. Yep, September 9th. Back this, in New Hampshire He stage. looks young. How old? I don't know anything about Jeremy Jordan. He's younger than me. Well. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> you think I'm touching that? Because I'm not going there. But no, he's a young guy, huh? He's a young guy. And I will uh, give everybody the heads up that that show is is almost sold out. So oh. if you want your tickets, get them soon. Yeah, better buy them soon. Yeah. Okay. And they could do that right on your site, which is ccanh.com. You got it. All right. So so don't forget, ccanh.com. And you can get all the information and you could buy these tickets if you want to see Jeremy Jordan on September 9th. Yeah. Eight o'clock show. Yep. Awesome. Okay. So, um, oh, the, look at that. You tell us about him. So he's a Tony and Grammy nominated singer actor. Yep. Newsies. Uh, he's been on TV quite a bit. Tangled, big one. That's yeah. why everybody loves Tangled. Yeah. And he was Seymour in the New York production of Little Shop of Horrors. What yeah. A fun little show. Yeah, he's got great credentials. Yeah, really good. Really good. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So that's good. And he's coming very soon, September yeah. 9th. We're getting yeah. close. You are. It is getting close. I know. It's like right. But by the time August hits, to me, because maybe it's because I always taught, you know, when you teach you in school. You start getting in fall mode? Yeah. September's like quick. Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm feeling that right now. So September 9th, that's not far away at all. The interesting thing you see, though, with customers buying patterns is they don't think about the fall until after Labor Day. So you'll see this huge rush of tickets, usually in the first couple of weeks really? of the month. Yeah. 
because nobody's thinking, they're all thinking about their summer vacations. What's they're the last summer there? vacation I can take right now? Uh-huh. Then all of a sudden, that last week of August into September, all of a sudden, people Boom. are like, I got to get my tickets for the show in the fall. Yeah. So it's fascinating to watch that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know the trends. Yeah. Well, we try. I mean, I'm an armchair psychologist. I have to be by trade. (laughs) Well, it's probably a smart thing to be considering your position. Yeah. Yes. So that's great. Yeah, I don't do that. I'm I'm already looking, thinking about decorating for Halloween. Oh, nice. You know, it's just me. August is school. That's fall. Yep. You know, get it ready. Yeah. So that's where I am. But who am I, right? Once the leaves start falling, that's when I start breaking out the Halloween decor. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So, um, speaking of which, real ghost stories with Adam Barry on September thirteenth. Oh my gosh, that looks cool. I yeah. Find so that again, this is the world of trying something for everybody. Yes. Right. So this is one of those ghost hunters, people that all that sort of stuff, and they talk comes in and talks about the paranormal, and people are fascinating with this, and they want to come and experience these things live and. share stories and that sort of stuff you are so smart to add that because there are so many people that are now looking at that kind of thing um it's very interesting and my my daughter Catherine, Catherine, are you on i am you you love that yes i do paranormal investigating outside of general managing (laughs) that's fantastic literally did it uh, in las vegas with a paranormal um film film crew so well, yeah. if you have any ghost stories to share, maybe we can either get you down at this one or set you up with your own night over at the Bank of New Hampshire stage. There's a lot. Yeah. Annabelle was one of them. So uh, you don't yeah. want to go there. I don't like. We'll Annabelle. go there on stage. No, no, I, I'll book you, but then I'll leave the room because okay, I get great. that stuff makes me nervous. Me yeah, too. I'm it should because it's very real. It's, it's so. So tell me again, what is this called? Real Ghost Stories with Adam Barry. And that's what day? September thirteenth. That's right. another show that's getting close to selling out. People like themselves some paranormal. Yeah, no kidding. And you know, they don't have that many. I know. You know, there's not that many going on. But, you know, that's the interesting thing we've been, you know, again, talking about is, you know, over the summer, we just did an author series um, in partnership with uh, uh, Gibson's Bookstore across the street. And those have been doing well as as well. So it's like, if you remove yourself from this restriction of being uh, just a performing arts center that mm. puts the, the typical fair on stage and mm-hmm. say, we're a community space and what are all the ways in which we can engage people, mm-hmm. then you start to expand into things like this and podcasts and you know video game tournaments and all that sort of stuff as well as the things that people want to see, like the Met and the, you know, yeah. the comedy and the Broadway. I tell you, I, I'm so impressed because I don't recall, I mean, I've been doing this show for a while now, um, and although I took a hiatus of a couple of years, I, I did this show for a couple of years before that, and I've never seen any kind of performance venue offer this kind of variety. It's, it's fairly brilliant, you know? I mean, you have to really think about it, and you really have to see what's possible, and uh, I'm impressed. Thank you. I'm impressed. I appreciate that. So That's real- a testament to uh, Cherie Owens as well, our programming director. Mm-hmm. She's doing a fantastic job of... Always thinking outside the box. It's a team effort, Sam. You know, if you don't have everybody working together on the same theme, it could be hard to be successful. I come from a programming background, so I'm heavily involved, too. But it's because it's what I I love doing, that stuff. There's nothing more exciting than researching and exploring, like, what could work in our spaces, right? And then discovering that artist before they really pop or will this concept sometimes it's the concept that sells yeah sometimes it's the artists themselves that sell yeah and you figure that out i guess as you go yeah but like, it's always new yeah and in the future we want to do stuff with celebrity chefs doing cooking demonstrations oh, that's an idea right? huh? things like cool. that or 
you know, we've been talking with somebody uh, in the area that makes charcuterie boards and doing a wine and charcuterie night where people learn how to make a proper charcuterie board. That's really hot right now. Yeah. yeah that's a good so idea. The other, the other piece of what we want to do, too, is how interactive can we get the audience? Yeah. Because that's a huge, post-pandemic, everybody's like, how can I be involved? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's a big hook for audiences. They, Absolutely. You have to add more than just sitting in the seat and just viewing. Yeah. Nowadays, you know, yeah. hard to do for sure. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Real Ghost Stories. That's September 13th. And remember, it's CCANH.com for all of these events. You go right on there, get the info, buy the tickets. This one's about ready to sell out. So you want to get that quick. Um, what else is coming up that you want to set, you know, tell us about? Uh, you know, this is a really cool uh, concept. It's the Feel Good Fest featuring the Spin Doctors on <laughs> September 16th. Proceeds from this go to the one of the, the cancer wings at the, one of the hospitals, too. And it's it, I think it's a really good concept. Um, it's it's one of our patrons that puts this concert together, and we, we have we help them with the space and everything else cool. like that, too. So, Very good. Yeah. So the Feel Good uh, Fest, Fest is really funny because when you see the... Um, you can't see it because you're listening to the show. But if you look and you see the little poster logo on there, it's right from the 60s. Oh, yeah. It's so cool. Spin Doctors. It says featuring the Spin Doctors. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be for a good cause, right? Yeah, a, a conquer, absolutely. Yeah. A cancer hospital. So. Yeah. Awesome, possum. So that's the 16th. That is busy, the 16th. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah. I mean, almost something every day, right? Yes. We go into the Guile, our first Guile series, which are free tickets to the public. You just have to call and order, reserve your tickets. We have Matthew Whitaker. Uh, which is our first one for the Guile series. So we wow. always encourage people to, to come out and enjoy that. Jonathan from Van Ness from uh, Queer Eye for the Straight Guys coming. Okay. That show is almost sold out as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Craig Morgan, uh, country singer, does some comedy and things like that too. September mm. 22nd. Wow. Henry Rollins is coming. That show is almost sold out too. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm getting I'm getting uh, stressed here because everything's selling out. Well, I'm gonna... <laughs> I, yeah. not everything's sold out, but you know, if it, I'm going to have to like make my decisions yep. and get going on this. All right, we're going to take a little break here. Uh, Art for Living, Jane Cormier, your host, WKXL New Hampshire Talk Radio dot com. You stay right there and come right back over on the other side. We'll be back with Sal Prizio. Welcome back. Art for Living here. Jane Comier, your host at uh, WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. Don't forget that you can go to our website at any time to look up any show you might have missed or to maybe re-listen to something that, that you fancied when you heard it. So um, everything is on our website at NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. Uh, right now, we are talking with Sal Prizio of the Capital Center for the Arts right here in Concord. And we're talking about all of the stuff that's coming up, which is amazing um, opportunity for you to see something that you want to see. The variety is amazing. Something that did catch my eye, Sal. Yes. Um, and I think oh, now, of course, I can't find it. Um, it was in September, and it was a swing band. Yes. Freeze Brothers Swing. Free, Freeze Brothers. I was just about to mention this oh, to you. Oh, okay. So the Freeze Brothers, who I, just about everybody in this area knows. Yes. So we asked them, instead of just doing a concert, let's do a swing dance night. 
my gosh. So they are working with a dance instructor that'll show people how to do the basics of swing dance and all that. I but swing dance, there's a swing dance community as well. Sure. But there's no age limit to this. Right. So we really want everybody to come out, enjoy the music. There will be seats if you need to take a break or you just want to sit and watch the show. Mm-hmm. But the floor is going to be open as well. So people can just swing dance away all night. Isn't that great? Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I think that that is so much fun. I was going to ask you before you said it, you know, are they going to let people try out this, this swing dance? And, of course, they are. So yep. that's great. And that's that's a 2.30 um, time. Yep. September 24th at yeah. 2.30. So for folks that maybe that are older that don't really like I, to go out at night. I tell you, if it was up to me, I'd go out at 2.30 every day and be, <laughs> home, be home and in bed by 9. There you I'm go. O- I'm okay with that. <laughs> but that allows everybody to enjoy it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Good for you. Okay, so what else? Uh, American Girl. The American Girl dolls that are famous all over the country. Yeah. They're doing a live concert. So it's going to feature some of the more famous American Girl doll characters and some of the songs that are associated with them, and they're doing a whole big concert. You know, I know of them, but I don't, I've never... I have three sons, and none of them are into American Girl dolls, so (laughs) it's completely out of my... My kids are way too old, so there it is. I can tell you when I'm in New York City, the American Girl store is just constant traffic in and out, so it's still still a thing. It is still a thing, absolutely. I I know of it, but haven't been part of it, so there it is. Okay, what else? How about Buddy Guy? Legendary blues player, Buddy Guy. Okay. Yeah, his final tour. It's coming oh, October 1st. Wonderful. And he's got Bobby Rush opening for him who, on his final tour as a blues player, too. So really? If you want to see the legends of blues, okay. this is the time. October 1st, you said? October 1st. That's how we kick off October. Wow. Good one, for you. One Night in Memphis is October 6th. That's like some of the player, people that played in the Million Dollar Quartet on Broadway. So it's like you got the Cash, Perkins, Elvis, oh my goodness. you know, like that. So you get all of that rockabilly music in okay. one night. <laughs> Yeah. More than you could ever hope for. Ever hope for. Okay. And that's the day after you said? No, that's October 6th. Uh, October 6th? 6th? Yeah. And what is the name of that one? One Night in Memphis. Okay. I, can't, I don't see that on here. It must have come up later. We have to make sure. One Night in Memphis, and that's going to be October 6th? October 6th. Okay. This is where I'm going back. And you know what, guys? You can negotiate both sides of this because, don't forget, there's two theaters, right? Yeah. So one must be at the um, Chubb. That yes. We're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's at the Chubb Theater, and then after that is you know. Got it. Yeah. Yep. One night in Memphis. There we go. Pretty cool. Another cool one that's going on the next night, October seventh, is uh, Grace Kelly, who's a famous jazz saxophone player. Yes. So she's she's bringing an orchestra with her, and then she's doing a night at the movies. So she's doing like James Bond films, and you know all these like iconic soundtrack songs. Yes. And she's doing them like they're iconic jazz songs. Yeah. And she's. She's leading a band doing that. Sure. So it's a cinematic kind of evening, but it's oh also Grace God. Kelly who's fantastic. She's very, very famous. Yeah. I mean, you, you're hearing and reading about her a lot. Yeah. I know I have yeah. in this year. So Absolutely. Awesome. I could mention Lorena McKenna, but that show sold out. <laughs> so, oh, no. And that show sold out like six months ago. So Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wowie, zowie. Okay. That's and, a good thing to have happen. Yeah, of course. Uh, October 14th, Don McLean. The real Don McLean. The real, no fake Don McLean. No fake, huh? No, this is the real tried and true Don McLean. Wowie zowie. Yeah. Still good. out there. He's still got, you know, his couple of hits that he's doing and yeah. people are still uh, enjoying him. He still puts on a great show. Yeah. So. Well, he was an honest, always was an honest singer, performer. Yeah. You know, 
it's like, you know, there's only so many troubadours from that era yeah, left. It's so. true. It's very true. It's great to see Don McLean out there. Yeah. You know, the other thing we have coming up in October, too, is uh, Penn and Teller's Presents the Foolers. Are they so still out there? Oh, my God. Penn, Penn, and, Teller? Penn and Teller are still huge. Like, their Vegas show is still unbelievable. Oh and they still gosh. do. They have a TV show called, like, you know, where they try to get magicians to fool them really? without them guessing how they did the trick. I am so glad they're still doing it. I did yeah. not know they were still out there. Yeah. yeah so this show, like, Penn and Teller aren't at this show. It's the best people that fooled them. Oh my god. Come on tour and do all of their so it's like a variety of like illusion, cool. magic, all that sort of stuff. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. So the people that fooled Penn and Teller are gonna fool you. Oh my. I like illusion live because it's like to pull that stuff off is yeah. insane. Crazy because you can't figure it out. Yeah. Very good. I like to believe that there's still magic in the world, you <laughs> know what I mean? Even for a minute. There you go. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. very good. And for the for the kids and the grandkids and whatnot, we have Wildcrats, <laughs> and that show is still selling like crazy. Yeah, my right. my youngest still likes to watch Wildcrats on PBS and things like that. Is so, that right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Lyle Lovett and John Hyatt together wow. on stage. That was a Mama that was a big man. get for us. So it's two iconic singer songwriters yes. on sta- stage. So I think what happens is like they each do a set and then they come out and do a set together. Wow. Yeah. So. That's awesome. That'll be a rememberable night for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And that's on October 20th at 8. Yep. At the Chubb Theater. And October 21st is our first Met performance, live in HD, Dead Man Walking. Dead Man Walking. Yeah, that's really, really a provocative and strong new opera. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Great. I'll, I'll definitely be for that one. And we've got great things like, you know, Matt Anderson, who's one of those, he's an acoustic guitar player, but he's like a... He's a he's one of those like guitar players that he just it's instrumental, mm-hmm. but he's like a master at the instrument and right. he does really cool uh, pieces with it. Um, Rubble Bucket is like one of those indie rock bands that it really has a great following to them. Um, and this is a cool thing we're doing on October 27th and 28th. We're trying this for the first time. We're doing inside the Bank of New Hampshire stage a murder mystery dinner. Ooh, good so idea. we're working with a local caterer and we're going to announce what the menu is and all that. But really, as you're interactive, the actors are going to be around you. We're going to set the stage. They're going to be the long banquet tables that everybody gets a seat at. Wow. And so we got two nights of it, and it's already selling well, which we're f- happy about. And we wanted it to be right around Halloween time when yes. it's like everybody's in that, you know, Agatha well, Christie mode. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, and you, your second night, the October 28th, is Midnight Masquerade. Yeah. Which is perfect. Yes. So people get all dressed up for that, too. Wow. And you've done this before? First time. First time, I was going to say, I mean... First time trying it. The uh, yeah. I'm sure m- the dinners always, m- murder mystery dinners always go well. Yeah. I know. So it's, like a, it's an interesting way for us, again, engaging a different audience. Yeah. And who's uh, who's going to be producing that? Uh, we are producing it. Uh, sorry, performing that. Oh, performing it. Yeah. So there's a, there's a, uh, a group out of um, Boston, a group of actors that comes up out of Boston for that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And this is what they do. They travel all over the region yeah, doing these murder mystery dinners right. sort of things. Absolutely. I'm sure that that's a, uh, you know, a really good, fun way to make a living. Yeah. Um, and your your dinner menu was wonderful. So the dinner menu, who's who's taking care of that for you guys? Well, uh, it's we, <laughs> we, we're talking with a couple different local restaurants. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're going to cover it locally with yes. someone here. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We always deal with local. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's fun. I mean, mm, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. okay. And, and that starts at six o'clock, which isn't too late. Yeah, I don't know when the murder happens, but yeah, <laughs> the dinner starts at six. Murder, <laughs> murder at least seven thirty. Murder to follow after dessert, maybe. Okay. 
You know what? Do you think that people, and I, I only say this because in discussing one of these with people, they get nervous about it. About the murder? No, not the murder per se, but about being like, uh, what's Singled out? Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? They get nervous about the fact that if they go, they really don't want to be part of it, but they're afraid they're going they to. Wa- yeah, yeah. So the, the group that we're working with here actually does a little bit of like, during the dinner, we'll kind of single out who's the more outgoing, willing to be one yes. of the suspects and whatnot. Right. So they kind of they kind of know. they fish for the right folks. You do. And so so if anybody out there has like an inkling to try this, yeah. Don't get nervous about it because you know what? If you're a professional and you're doing this, you know virtually by looking at people. Yeah. Who who would be a fit for maybe participating. I will say too that they they inject a, a bit of comedy into it, yeah. too, right? They oh, try sure. to levity, make it a little fun. Yeah. It's, the idea is supposed to be fun, right? right? Without breaking down the fourth wall in Indeed. a certain way. Indeed. You know? But but anybody that doesn't want to be, like, pointed to or don't worry about that because the chances of that happening are going to be very slim if yeah. you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Just go and enjoy the evening. Yeah. If you want to be the Inspector Clouseau as opposed to the, <laughs> you know, yes. you'll be fine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> very good. All right. Yeah. So those are the 27th and the 28th. Yeah. Wow. Yep. We are in, wedged in there, too, is Lori Berkner, who's at the, the big stage, and she's a famous uh, children's singer-songwriter, mm-hmm. and she'll be doing a Halloween concert. Wow. Yeah. Very good. La- something for everybody, like it, I told you. My goodness. I mean, this it's like being in a candy store for someone that likes, the, you know, likes And who doesn't like candy? I know. We all <laughs> do, right? All right. Jane Cormier, our Art for Living host here today on WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Little break here. You know the story. And we'll come up on the other side and uh, talk more with Sal Prizio. Welcome back. Jane Cormier here, your host of Artful Living today. And uh, we have Sal Prizio from Capital Center for the Arts joining us. And we were going over the voluminous and uh, just wonderful offerings at Capital Center this fall. Very varied. Remember, if you have any desire to check them out, it's so easy. You just go to ccanh.com and everything is laid out very clearly very clearly and carefully on online and uh, there are so many events it's going to take you a while to 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 go through everything because you know what you don't want to miss anything um they really do have something for everybody so kudos kudos to capital center um all right so this is our fourth segment so we're going to tie up we don't want to miss anything that you want to have said today so what what should we cover today? What what we should cover right now? Well, we covered a good chunk of what's we going did. on in the fall, but that we, we only did. got up to November, so I don't <laughs> want to keep going here. And then we got all the whole holiday programming and everything else like that. Well, we got to Halloween. Yeah, right. Yeah. We got to Halloween, and and just quickly, uh, right at the end of the last segment, you were saying that there was a concert. So what was that? It was a Halloween concert. Oh yeah, Lori Berkner, who's a. Children's singer songwriter. Cool. She has some hits on like you know the the children's radio stations and things like that. Okay. She's doing a, a a special Halloween concert for kids. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. People love taking their kids to go see Lori or grandkids to see Lori Berkner. Yeah, I believe it. I believe <clears throat> it. Okay, so that that brings us to the end of October. Uh, October. Once we hit November, we kick it off with share. <laughs> Not share, share. 
but the beat goes on, which is a tribute yes. to Cher. There you go. And there are a lot of fantastic Cher tributes out there. Mm-hmm. And again, this goes back to, you know, we were investigating, could we bring in the Cher show, which is on Broadway and all that yeah. sort of stuff, or touring from Broadway. Right. And this was like, okay, we can't do that, but we can do something like this. Yeah. Celebrate all the hits of Cher with somebody who looks and sounds exactly like Cher. Yes. Without the Share Shore. Yes. Show. <laughs> so the beat goes on November See, that's se- four times. I know. <laughs> uh, November second is yep. that one. Seven thirty, and that's at the Chubb Theater. Yep. And uh, it's going to be a full blown, I'm sure. Yeah. Production event. Oh yeah. Yeah. Since it's Share. Yeah. November third and fourth, Bob Marley is back. Oh. I mean, I don't think I need to say no, more. You don't. Bob comes into town and sells out. That's you know, right. A hundred shows or whatever it is, but <laughs> everybody in this area loves Bob Marley. It's and true. I have to tell you, super nice human being backstage before really? the show. Really humble, really nice guy. Yeah. And it's so funny that he can be engaged in like one complete conversation and go two minutes to show and all of a sudden go on stage and go on for 90 minutes yeah. he's a pro. of material mm-hmm. and not have to like, it's just, it, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah. He's been doing it a while a and he time. knows his stuff. Yeah. And so he could just turn that switch. And he speaks to New Englanders like nobody else. And that's why he sells out, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just here. It's like he can do a week of sellout shows here oh, yeah. and then go down to Manchester and sell it out down there. Absolutely. It's unbelievable. No, I know. I know. And you have two nights with him, the 3rd yeah. and the 4th of November. For now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So something very cool, Gregorian, poor, Pure Chance in Concert. Yes. So the production team and crew that did uh, the albums, in the early 90s, there was this, these albums uh, by this group called Enigma mm-hmm. that took like really heavy electronic drum beats and put Gregorian chants to it and became instrumental hits all over the world. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the same production crew put into put together this live show and it's really kind of, it puts a, a pop spin more or less on the production of Gregorian chant music. Right. But uh, they have a, a full concert production that's coming out on PBS too. Wow. So people get a lot of exposure to it, but it's a really interesting, but it's also a very fun concert. Mm-hmm. You know, right? So a lot going on in them. A lot sure. going on with it, um, and that's the shows that you know we wanted to try something different, and this mm-hmm. is something very different. Absolutely, I think it's great. Yeah, Gregorian chant, I'm a fan of, and I'm sure that this has been updated so that folks can feel accessible you, to it. You huh? get that interesting combination of you can uh, uh, you can appeal to the, the purist, mm-hmm. but also the layperson for lack of a better term. It's like you can get, it's because it's got that interesting crossover yeah. between the two. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's November 8th at 7. Yep. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Timing. Do you, does, you know how you said that um, you're, you're always looking at demographics and you're all keeping your ear to the ground to find out what will work. Why do you, why do shows have different times? Oh. Do some, you find that that's part of that? Sometimes it's uh, uh, dictated by the artist. Really? Yeah. Sometimes the artists are like, we we insist that our shows go on at this time. I did not time, know that. Time. Wow. Absolutely. Sometimes sometimes it is demographics. Yeah. If you have something that appeals to an older demographic, it only makes sense to put them on earlier. Earlier, right. You know, and, you know, there's a whole, if you're under the age of 30, you're not going, leaving the house till nine o'clock at night, right? <laughs> right. right. Whereas I'm, I'm reading my book and going to bed at nine o'clock right. at night. There so. you go. So I was, so a lot of this can be yeah. artist defined. Some of it's artist defined. Some of it's demographically defined. Okay. Yeah. Just wondering. Yeah. Okay, there you go. So we're doing the Gregorian on November 8th. 
We have Evil Woman. The American ELO tribute. Wow. So there are a lot of fans of Electric Light Orchestra, and ELO does not has not toured in years. Wow. So this is one of the, the best ones out there. So that's November 9th. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Such a great... So, you know, one of the things we strategically try to do as an organization is like, we don't try to go too heavy with tributes and things like that, but mm. we do sprinkle them in because... There's still an audience for these artists, but these art- artists don't tour anymore, or we can't get them. Like there's, you know, Cher. I don't think Cher even tours anymore. But if yeah. Cher toured, she's doing arenas in biggest markets of in the course, country. Of course, of course. So how can we capture some of that audience yeah. and give them the entertainment that they want? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you're doing it. That's so what we're trying. Absolutely. <laughs> and then uh, on the twelfth, one night of Queen. Yeah. So this is probably a lot of fun. I mean, that Yeah. So our Queen shows always do fantastic. And One Night of Queen is one of the best tributes out there. Queen fans don't go away. Yeah. They just don't. There's one, they're one of those few bands out there that That's right. gets passed down from generation to generation. And Queen's music to me is timeless. So. It's quality music. And it it's is, not going anywhere because truth and quality stand yeah. the test of time yeah four octaves in a vocal singer is hard to find yeah so Absolutely. at least in that world yeah right and yeah. you know he, the people who portray freddie mercury especially in a tribute like one night of queen mm-hmm. he's he's one of those people that can yeah can pull off freddie right and freddie is one of the hardest to pull off in the I'm, world no doubt about it no doubt about it you know in, he in, loved in, classical music i was going to say and in your world yeah. he combined opera he and rock he did he actually had a couple of concerts with a very famous soprano montserrat caballé who uh, was a Spanish opera soprano. I actually met her a couple of times. She she was very close with my coach at the Met. And uh, she and she absolutely loved Freddie. She thought he was a genius. And there's clips you can still see on YouTube with him performing. I had in no idea. Years, I have to go see this. Montserrat Caballé. And uh, he, he, he was in awe of her. Very, she was a very uh, bigger-than-life woman in every way, but she was an absolute operatic phenom yeah that um could sing fast high and softly more softly than any singer you could ever that's amazing yeah and he loved and when it came to freddie what other singer can you name that could get (laughs) eighty-five thousand people to do a vocal warm-up with him yeah there you You go when you look at live aid where he gets the whole crowd doing that I mean, who else did that? Who else even thought of no that? No one thought of it. Absolutely. And he correct. takes something from the operatic world and made 80,000 people do it. Absolutely. And they loved every second of it. I'm sure they did. I, the videos that I've seen yeah. say it. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. All right. So that's going to be on November 12th at 7. Yep. Good. And these are all at Chubb, correct? Yeah. Yep. Those are the ones Chubb at the Chubb. Chubb. Right. Yep. All right. And uh, we have, what uh, do you want to go at? Let's see. We've got Spencer and the Walrus out of uh, Maine. They're fantastic. Um, I don't want to call them. They're they're a tribute to the Beatles, but in the tribute, not in the way that like they dress up in the costumes and stuff. They are a, a band that will break down an album and do it exactly the way the Beatles did it, but nobody's a lookalike. Hmm. So it's like you're there for the listening experience okay. of getting a really authentic experience of the of the Beatles. Then uh, the Mets uh, this back is the, for November third. That is, uh, I'm sorry, November seventeenth. Spencer and the Walrus. Sorry. No, you're I'm okay. I'm on the wrong one. <laughs> there we go. Spencer and the Walrus. Yeah. Yes. And then again, we have the Met. Yes. X, the life and times of Malcolm X. X. Yeah. So yeah. that's coming up then. And then Mark Norman is back at the Chubb Theater, November 18th. Uh, you don't say tour. That show's selling really well. Mm. Um, uh, Air Supply is coming to the Capitol Center for the Arts. Yes. And let me tell you something. Air Supply's fans, or as they're called, Airheads. <laughs> 
are <laughs> rabid fans. Absolutely. I had the opportunity to work with Air Supply uh, about three years ago, just coming out of the pandemic. We did an outdoor show with them, and I could not believe how well their voices still are after yeah. all these years. I could not believe it. Okay. Because like air supply, that, that high vocal uh-huh. is high. It is high. But you know what? When you're trained. He's okay, still got it. And it's in falsetto. Yeah. It's not using the vocal cords like it is in the speaking, singing register. Yeah. And it lasts a long time if yeah. you use it right. I heard a great conversation with Daryl Hall from yeah. Hall & Oates. Yeah. His mom was a vocal teacher. Yeah. So from day one, he was trained and it's sound, properly. Yeah, yeah. And here he is now, 60s, 70s, and he can still hit all the notes. He's yeah. like, because I was trained properly. Correct. And he, he attributes right. it to his mother. Absolutely true. Placement in the, in the singing of the voice is yeah. huge. And if you can keep high placement through your singing, yeah. you will keep your vocal cords in good shape. And now I'm asking you the questions, but correct me if I'm wrong, opera singers mature in peak, right, in their later years, right? Totally. Right? Totally. So like if I'm a young opera singer... Usually my prime is going to be 40s and beyond. So your prime will be in your 40s and and beyond. And sadly, we're singing them out way too early because we don't know what we're doing anymore. We used to be a world that... that, was like a fine bottle of wine in yeah. opera. You know, you took this sung, young singer and you went very carefully and slowly to those bigger pieces. Yeah. Right? We don't do that anymore. So now they're burning them out too quick? Yes, sir. Before their voices have even gotten to the point that they're Indeed. at their peak. Absolutely. Undeniable. And it's so sad so to it's, watch. So it's made the product worse. It's made it, yeah, well, some would say yes. Uh, that's yeah. unfortunate. It is unfortunate. I totally agree with you. All right. <laughs> I like that I dove into your world a little bit. There you go. We're going in and out. <laughs> yeah. Back and forth. I love it. All righty. So uh, Jane Cormier here, your host for Art for Living and another delightful episode with Capital Center for the Arts, Sal Prizio, Executive Director. Thank you for coming out, Sal. My we pleasure as it. always. And don't forget, ccanh.com is their, is their website. Check it out. Go to see these events. They're wonderful. Something for everyone. So WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Signing off and we'll catch you soon.